Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one final line of dialogue at a time. I'm really sad. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we're talking about Minute 241, what the hell, uh, which starts with uh, the continuation of the white screen, the fade to white uh, that happened last week. And it ends with uh, Sam starting to close the gate, um, it, like the garden gate in front of his home. Yeah. So in movie universe, Sam and Rosie do not move into Bag End, it seems. Which is nonsense. Though I would say that this is immediately after he's come back from the Grey Havens. So like right. that hasn't happened yet. Well, in the book, he moves in. They, they live in Bag End with Frodo for a while. Before Frodo oh, do leaves. they? Yeah. Oh. It's been a while since Frodo I... needs help to, you know, carry on. Right. Oh. So, yeah. I we... like their little house. Yeah. It It is a wonderful little detail to me that even the doors on mailboxes in Hobbiton are round. Yeah, that's cute. Number three. I like, um, I don't know. I like the, I, I think it, um. I don't like it. I I I think it underscores the sadness of uh, Frodo that he doesn't have Sam and and his family living with him. Yeah, he's alone. Yeah, and I feel I feel like that's on purpose. Um, yeah, I I think so. We we talked about that a little with the with the Shadowfax crew. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe Sam like Sam probably would have like offered. Yeah, you know like. I can I can hear it. <laughs> like, like I don't want to impose, but like, do you do you need help? Like, we could we could just move. There's plenty of room. Right. There's plenty of space. Yeah. We can, we can move in and help you. Yeah. No. Uh, I really appreciate that the last the the last line of the movie is the same as the last line of the book. Mm. Well, I'm back. Yeah. God, this is so sad. Yeah. I am. Um... Like I said last week. Um, Sam is still kind of wearing the same expression on his face as he was as he watched Frodo drift away. Mm. There's just these there's these bits of happiness as he picks up the kid, but he's still kind of wearing the same kind of bittersweet mournfulness in his eyes, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it goes... That just means to me that, like, this is him coming back from yeah. the Grey Havens. Like like losing this this part of him. Yeah, we don't have any kind of idea how far away it is in the movie, but looking at a map in the in the books and stuff, it's got to be days if not a week to the Grey Havens. Yeah. So like that makes sense. Like he has he's had some time to process, but he's yeah. still like mourning. Um Yeah, and... he's been sitting with it for a little while. Yeah. Just with Mary and Pippin. Right. Right. What happened to that cart? I don't know. That Gandalf was driving? Like they left it at the Grey Havens? <laughs> I don't know. The ponies. It's a good question. No. The ponies came back. But those are horses with Gandalf. Right, right. Yeah. The hobbits are gonna have no luck getting those back. There's you can see a hobbit tending to his cow in the background of this scene. Yeah, yeah. I like this um like duplex they seem to be living in. Like yeah. is that their next door neighbor? You think that's where Sam's parents live? Oh, that makes sense to me. Like yeah. right next door, like the gaffer. You think yeah. he lives in the maroon door and then they, they like live in the yellow door? That makes sense to me. Little Hobbit duplexes. Yeah. 
There's only so many hills. Right. Well, back end is is because um, because back ends is are more well off. So. Right. Back end is a very large stately hobbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this yellow door. I'm yeah. not typically a fan of yellow, but it just it looks right as something built into the natural space. Mm. I like it. I like their little garden out front, all the little. I think that this is probably, although they don't call it out specifically, this is probably the same set where we first see that shot of Sean Astin and uh, concerning hobbits. Oh. Because he's digging around in a in a planter. Yeah, yeah. In front of a hobbit hole. It's Aww. probably the same one. Nice. Yeah. And then this this little girl that runs out to meet him is Sean Astin's uh, real life daughter. Aw. She's and, so small. Yeah. And in in Rosie's arms is Sarah McLeod's real life son. Oh, oh, that's so wholesome. Yeah. Look at their blended family. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh my god. No, I love how cute this baby is. This baby is like one of the most adorable babies I have ever seen. <laughs> right. With his little chubby cheeks. Just a tiny little baby. So I um wanted to look up. Uh, the names of Sam's first two children um, and the daughter's name is Eleanor which I believe Frodo names her I think so I think that's Frodo's mother's name if I remember correctly Um, and then the son is named Frodo which is just like oh my god my heart right? dude I am already down please stop kicking right. me and then uh, Sam has Sam and Rosie have 13 children 13 my God. Which is a lot. That is so many. I mean, my father is one of 16. That is so many. Oh. Uh, that doesn't change the fact that 13 is so... 13 is a lot. Many. But he also he also names two of his children Mary and Pippin. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's Mary and Pippin and not Mary and Doc and Peregrine. <laughs> right. It's Mary and Pippin. There's not a Samwise Jr. in there. No. He also names this, one of his sons Bilbo. It's so cute. I'm like, okay, so it's Eleanor, Frodo, Rose, Mary, Pippin, Goldilocks, which is adorable, Hamfast, which is Sam's father's name. That's I, the name I of believe the so. Yeah, Hamfast, Camji. Yeah. Uh, Daisy, Primrose, Bilbo, Ruby, Robin, and Tolman. Um, Rose and Primrose. Rose and Primrose. Really? Yep. Apparently, you're, you're gonna. All right. Right? All right. I wonder if maybe Primrose was is Rose's mother's name or something. Maybe, but still. Like, you got Rose, Rosie, Primrose. <laughs> Just all in the house. Oh Daisy, there's another flower. Daisy's fine, though. Like, it's just the the, the rose part of Primrose. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds... It's, it's Prim. That reminds me of... um. Our friend Alan, there's like five other of his family members named Alan. Yeah. And like nobody knows who they're talking about. So many Alans. Or like uh, Ronald. Yep. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Yeah, I don't understand that um, tendency, I guess. To use similar names or like. The same name. I mean, you're a junior. Yeah, I'm a junior. <laughs> I it's guess just I'm, a thing. I'm talking to the wrong person, but like, it's yeah, no, thing. I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's about like, if you like the name, everyone agrees they like the name. 
Just keep using it. Who, whatever. But it's confusing. Yeah. I had a nickname growing up. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't have a nickname. Oh, well, there's no reason for one. What? There's no reason for one. Everyone in your family has different names. Well, no. I mean, my name is pretty long, and a lot of Cassandras go by Cassie, yeah. which I am not a Cassie. Right. Hate. I have uh, chosen to go by Cass. Right. But that's like a... Like, oh, it's okay. If you want to shorten my name, that's like this kind of nickname. This is acceptable. Yeah. But no, my parents never shortened my name. Yeah. I don't know. But they shortened my sister's name. I <laughs> And her name is shorter than mine. So. Right. Well, it's the same number of syllables. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't short, they don't, your, your brother's not called Andy. Oh my God. No. <laughs> so weird right yeah yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i i, I was just looking at the list and i'm just like rose and primrose really that's kind of lazy <laughs> right and uh one of i believe his that sam and rosie's daughter goldilocks marries pippin's son faramir god that is so freaking cute then goldilocks is is quite a beauty in the reckoning of the shire nice mm-hmm <laughs> Also, it's adorable that Pippin names his child Faramir. Yes. Oh my god, I love them so much. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is just a sweet little scene. Yes. So you know how I'm a sucker for a voiceover? Yes. I actually think this scene would play better without it. Oh no, I like the voiceover. I I feel like this is something that Frodo actually should have said to Sam in in the movie. It is in the movie. No, like, actually said to him. But I feel like this is, like, this is him writing in the very end of the Red Book. I suppose. That's how I've always yeah, taken this. That that is what it is. But okay, like, okay. I actually, I think that this, I think that that, um, I, I almost feel like this would play better without it because I think then you're just sitting and sitting through the end of the movie. Until that kind of sigh, well, I'm back. I, um, I don't know. You, I don't, I would feel weird about there being that much silence. And I, I like the voiceover because Frodo doesn't say like anything in that goodbye scene. Yeah. I like that even though the last line is Sam's, like there is, we, we hear Frodo's voice Mm. at the very end. I don't know. It's it's just a it's just a little thing. I I just because I when I was watching this back for the when I was listening to the commentary before mm-hmm. this you can't hear the voiceover over the commentary track mm. because they they don't make it um, totally quiet. They just turn everything down when right, they do the commentaries. Right, right. But you can't hear the voiceover. But everyone is quiet when Sam says, "Well, I'm back." And I'm just like, "Wow, I really like the way that this just sits between these two scenes." Mm. With not without the voiceover here, because you just have to, you're you're just sitting with that last feeling before the fade to white. Yeah, and then it's quiet for fifteen seconds I, before the line. I don't know. And you get like there's silence. There's the fade in. It's quiet. Then there's like the little girl's laughter, the pickup, the smile, the well I'm back. And I think that kind of sitting in that kind of tension from the fade to white, and then the next thing you hear is like the optimistic laughter of a child. Is like a good pick me up without the voiceover. Mm. 
yeah, I can see that. I just don't. I really like this voiceover. I think these are good lines. I I just have always kind of I've always kind of wished that we got an actual verbal goodbye between Frodo and Sam. Yeah, because I love them. Right. I don't know that Frodo would have been. Uh, like, it feels correct to me that Frodo is more eloquent, um, in his writing than he is, like, Spoken, speaking. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, the last line before this this voiceover in the movie is the last pages are for you, Sam. And then the last sentence of this voiceover is your, your part, part in the story, story will go, go on. on. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to read this voiceover. <laughs> it's good. My dear Sam, you cannot always be torn in two, which is like, oh, kick me in the freaking heart. Oh, my God. Um, you will have to be one and whole for many years. You have so much to enjoy and to be and to do. Your part in the story will go on. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Norman. These two, what the hell? <laughs> it is it, it is what it is. You cannot always be torn in two. Yep. Bro. <laughs> right? And there are multiple ways to interpret that line, both romantic and platonic too, right? Yeah. Like his devotion to Frodo and his sadness over Frodo's passing is, you know, a separate way to interpret that over just, like, him having been in love with Frodo. Yeah. And being torn in two between Frodo and Rosie. Right. Like, so, like, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of depth in these lines, yes, too, as that's, far as... that's why I like them. Yeah. I, I dig it. I do. I just... It kind of struck me watching the, the commentary and just kind of letting it sink in, because I got really emotional, even just watching the commentary and watching the, the footage on screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just like, wow, I actually really like how quiet this is. Mm. I mean, it's it's fairly quiet to begin with. Yeah. But I like I like hearing Frodo's voice because you know, the last pages are for you, Sam. That that would be like the last thing we hear from him and I don't know that I don't know I don't how know, I feel I about think that. That's a fine last line for Frodo. <sighs> because know. though that sentence also feels like a fitting thing at the end of this voiceover if these were all one long line yeah i don't know your story your part in the story will go on the last pages are for you sam and he hands him the red book yeah that doesn't feel i don't that doesn't feel natural to me i don't know it feels natural to me like the the, this voiceover specifically is like a letter Mm. instead of like I don't know. They Someone talking. Him, I mean, he calls him my dear Sam in their normal conversation. No, from I time know, to time. but like just the the I don't know the way that it's worded to me reads as a letter instead of the way he speaks. Mm. I just I think it's much closer to the way that Frodo spoke at the fir- in the first part of the story. Like it's truer to who Frodo is mm. before his his journey and his many wounds. Yeah. I also like these because it um like it underscores that Frodo is not these things and can never be these things. Mm. And that's why he had to leave. Right, he's no longer whole and he never will be again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not in the Shire, anyway. Yeah. Dude. So sad. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have anything else for this minute? No. <laughs> I do not. Fair. Fair enough. Um. All right. Well, we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Um, check out that website. It's cool. Um, Whole bunch of stuff. If you aren't a Patreon supporter yet or, or you know, um, if you have any interest in doing so, you can check us out at dueling, or, yeah, duelinggenre.com slash support. Um, we, since we will be wrapping up uh, Return of the King this week, which is ridiculous to, yep. to say, um, we are planning on releasing some some Lord of the Rings content uh, on Patreon, including our coverage of The Hobbit. No, they will not be minute by minute. Um, it's probably going to be like nine or ten episodes total. Yeah. Um, don't hold me to that. We're going to take a break for a while. Mm-hmm. Sure are. <laughs> Before we do that. But yes. So if you have any interest in listening to us talk about those movies, um, you can find that on Patreon as long uh, as well as the backlog of like all the other dueling genre Patreon content. Um, which is a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. So, and if you are supporting us on Patreon and you have been, um, even if you just joined this week, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, every little bit helps and you guys are awesome and we have big plans going forward, but spoilers. So, <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the rest of this movie. Yeah. Bye.